Hey guys, welcome to Miss Teen Talk. My name's Kyla and I'm the creator of this podcast. Um, today we'll be talking about self-image and how you see yourself mentally and how we can all change that. Um, but I do want to add something into this podcast before we start on that. A couple things. One, I am posting every week, as you guys saw, if you see me on or if you know me from Apple Podcasts, it does say I do post weekly. So if anybody's not on Apple Podcasts and you're listening to this on Anchor or Spotify, I just wanted to let y'all know that I do post weekly. Uh, another thing is, is that we have an Instagram. If you're hearing this and you're a new person to this podcast, it's Miss Teen Talk with two, t- two Ks. Oh, not me stuttering. <laughs> and yeah, and let's start off with our good week, bad week. So something good that happened to me this week is the fact that I had a three-day weekend. My school has this thing called a DLD day, digital learning day, where the kids stay home and we do our work online. And the adults, aka the teachers and faculty, stay at the school, clean up the school, and turn in late grades. Um, I would say a bad thing about this week is that I had biology, and I had like this big exam, and I failed it. <laughs> I mean, not everybody's perfect. I'm, I really wasn't expecting to get like a great score actually that's a lie I I was expecting to pass but that definitely didn't happen I definitely felt that test but it's okay I I got past it I'm still passing the class it's fine so with the topic of self-image what is self-image self-image is how you see yourself obviously I mean it's called self-image um it's how you see yourself and most of the time when we talk about self-image it's honestly negative if we're going to be so honest with each other nine out of ten times when people think about self-image it's negative there's only like one maybe ten percent of people who when they think of self self-image it's positive and as 2023 starts and this is filmed in february so it's the beginning of 2023 but as 2023 starts i promise myself that I would try to work on my self-image. Now, as a person who battles mental health, I deal with depression and anxiety. Um, If I were to put it into more detail since depression and panic attacks. Um, And I deal with, um, and like a, I don't want to self-diagnose because I don't know, I just don't want to, but I do struggle with a relationship with food. Um, so with those three things, I do have a really rough self-image of myself. I'm not going to be lie to you. I'm not even going to lie to you. Like on this podcast, I'm very bland and bland. <laughs> I'm very bland. Like I'm going to tell you the truth, even if it's upsetting. I do struggle with self-image. I've always struggled with self-image. Sadly, ever since I was like eight or nine. I've struggled with self-image and honestly, if I'm going to be so honest, it was the environment around me. Now, that's why I'm going to start with this topic of this podcast episode. (laughs) Environment. Look, your environment is so important when it comes to self-image and just mental health in general. It is literally probably the top three most important things to take care of yourself and your self-image because look, if you're living in a messy dirty room you got water bottles all up under your bed you got you got like three glasses on your nightstand of undrank water or drunk or however freaking you want to say it and you got like three plates in the corner of your room you got three stacks of clothes you need to fold or wash 
it's going to put you in that negative mindset and it's going to put you in that depressed mindset, you know, because you feel like you're trapped. But I promise you, once you start cleaning your space and once you really like just cleanse your space of negative energy, it really does help. Just just simply picking up clothes, putting it in baskets and taking those dishes or just picking up trash around your room really does help you mentally. And I don't think a lot of people understand that. Like, and I do understand that people deal with depression. Trust me, I understand. I deal with it too. I understand how hard it is to get out of bed and brush your teeth. I understand how hard it is to pick up your room and, you know, feel good. I understand. But you do also have to understand that, yes, it is a mental health thing. It is a air quote, air quote, mental disorder. But it is also on you. You have to try to make it better. And some people um, honestly are comfortable in their mental health state right now. And if you're listening to this and you are comfortable in your mental mind state, one, you have to be able to realize that. You have to be able to, what would the word be? You have to be able to admit that. That's the word. You have to be able to admit that you're comfortable in your depression bubble or whatever you whatever you're dealing with. And you have to admit that because until you admit that, you're going to keep telling yourself and other people, I'm trying, I'm trying to get out of this. And yes, you may be trying, but the famous saying, actions speak louder than words. You have to physically be trying to get out of this depression state because look, if you're not physically trying, you might as well just not try at all. You know what I'm saying? I don't, that, I know that comes off a little rude, but that's just honestly how I see it. Like, if you're depressed, and once again, trust me, I understand, <laughs> but if you're depressed and your room's dirty, you're, you're not forcing yourself to get out of bed, you're going to stay in that depressive state. Now, look, I I know people struggle with depression from different scales. There's the mild depression, very, and then there's the very severe depression. I understand, but... You truly do have to try for yourself. If you have no th- nothing, huh, nothing, if you have nothing to live for, air quote, air quote, if you truly think that, live for yourself. Live for yourself. Try for yourself. If, you, if that's the mindset you need to have, that's the mindset you need to have. Live for yourself. Clean for yourself. Try for yourself. Shower for yourself. Take care of your mental health for yourself. If that's what you have to believe, then do it. If that if that's how you feel, then do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't sit here and put yourself into this bubble of, oh, I can't do this. Nobody's here to help me. Because, yeah, you may feel like you can't do it. But trust me, once you start doing it, it's going to get a lot easier. So, I don't know. I kind of went on a rant with that. <laughs> like, I'm not going to lie. I low-key forgot where I was <laughs> in this conversation. But all I'm trying to say is try. If you're not going to try for other people, if you truly don't think you have anybody in your corner try for yourself try for yourself because the most important thing is yourself the person who's going to be for you be there for you every single second of your life is yourself and people like to say oh you know my mother was there every second no she wasn't she wasn't physically there for you every single second of your life you need to take initiative 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 (laughs) and be there for yourself honestly Now, the real question, second topic of this podcast episode, why do you feel this way? Is this uh, like a trauma response? And look, this episode is going to get real deep, honestly. Um, 
if you're doing homework and listening to this podcast episode, if you're, I don't know, cleaning, I want you to take a minute with me and just truly think, why do I put myself in a negative stance when it comes to self-image? Why do I think down on myself, speak down on myself? Like, why do I truly think all these things about me when it comes to self-image? I'm going to give y'all like 30 seconds just to purely think, just pure silence. Okay, that was a little less than 30 seconds, but it was 20 seconds. So um, I really hope that you did take that time I gave you guys with me, including I also was thinking to why do you think this way? And honestly, for me personally, I just, it's just, it's so hard. If we're going to be so honest with each other, it is hard to think of yourself in a positive light when for so long you've thought of yourself in a negative light let's be honest it is hard and it's okay to admit that that is hard to think of yourself in a positive way and when people when people hear that they're automatically going to tell you oh no it's not just do this just do that imagine what that person believes in what you believe in but some people will be like oh no it's not just pray some people will be like no it's not just manifest some people will be like no it's not just stop thinking about it it is always going to be hard to think positively because thinking negatively is so easy it is always so easy to talk down on yourself it's always so easy to look in the mirror and be like oh i look ugly today oh i'm fat oh i need to lose 40 pounds it is so easy to do that and, it, and it's so hard to look at yourself in the mirror and be like i look beautiful today i don't need to lose anybody any kind of any kind of weight if somebody doesn't like me the way the weight i am they shouldn't be in my field of judgment period anybody nobody should be in your field of judgment the only person that should be air quote air quote judging you is you and that is that you shouldn't even be judging yourself because you're human humans have flaws to be honest but that's what i was saying before um it is so hard to be positive when it comes to yourself it's just i don't know it's just always is i don't have any kind of like scientific improvement of why it's hard but it just is hard let's be honest when was the last time you looked yourself in the mirror and you're like i feel amazing today i look amazing today i i appreciate my body and how it nourishes me and keeps me going i appreciate the family around me like when was the last time you just sat there and thought why life is so good and i understand some people once again if we're going to go back to mental health and depression some people truly don't think life is good i look i understand that i go through my dark moments too but what i want you guys to do if you're going to take anything from this podcast episode i want you to go grab a mirror big small round square i don't care what it looks like go grab a mirror even if it's your phone camera go grab something you can look yourself in right or see yourself in and look at it and just say i am powerful i am beautiful anybody can love me nobody can tell me what to do but me just you know give yourself some affirmations some positive affirmations and i know it's going to be hard in the beginning trust me i i try this i do this every you know every once in a while to make me feel that but if you could take one minute not even one minute 30 seconds out of your day 
and just look at yourself in the mirror and only say positive things to yourself, it is scientifically proven that over a certain amount of time, I'm not going to give you like, like, oh, one week and a half, three days, like, I'm not going to sit here and do that, but over a certain, a certain amount of time, you're going to just naturally start thinking those positive things. So me personally, I think of that as manifestation. Some people think of it different, but if you can simply just look at yourself while you're doing your hair, while you're brushing your teeth, while you're doing your makeup, shoot, if you're one of those people who have a mirror inside the shower while you're showering, if you can simply look at yourself in a mirror and just throw out some positive affirmations at yourself, it would benefit you mentally so much. And I kind of like how this episode kind of went from self-image to mental health. But, you know, those two come in a package. They're kind of like those Febreze bottles you get at like Walmart that come in the package of two. Yeah, it's kind of like that. I will be posting affirmations I use for myself on the Instagram at Miss Teen Talk with two Ks. Yes, I had to do a little self plug. <laughs> but honestly, back to the episode. You should always think of yourself in a positive light. And I know I'm saying this for the 10,000th time in this episode, but I know it's hard. But just just sit there and look at yourself for just for a couple seconds while you're brushing your teeth. Shoot, while you're putting lotion on, while you're putting moisturizer on your face, while you're doing your skin routine. Just think positive things and it will come into your life. You know what I'm saying? Um, another exercise people use. Now, this is for if you have a negative body image. Um... So this is, it still is a mental thing, but it's less of a mental thing. It's more of like a physical body thing. I don't know. But therapists and psychiatrists recommend taking five minutes out of your day and going into a full body mirror and just looking at yourself. Most people do it naked. You don't got to do it naked if you're uncomfortable with that. Um, But most people recommend doing it naked because you can see every inch of yourself but you know if you want to do it in a bathing suit if you want to do it in a crop top and boxers or if you just i don't know if you're a man watching this if you want to do it in just boxers you know what i'm saying you don't got to be completely butt booty naked in front of a mirror but <laughs> people recommend this i'm being so dead serious like if you want to go search this up the five minutes in front of a mirror challenge or whatever you put in this google search nine out of ten times People see this as a positive thing and how it can help. So let me let me tell you like what you should do if you're gonna do this. So people recommend sh- stripping down. I guess, I guess would be the word. I mean, once again, you don't have to strip completely naked. Whatever is your comfortability level with your body in the mirror, do whatever you want to do. But most people do strip down, and they sit in front of a mirror or stand in front of a mirror, whatever you want to do. And usually it's a full body mirror, so they can see every part of themselves. And they just, one, observe what they look like. You know, fully take in their body. And two, for the five minutes, and yes, I know five minutes is a while to be doing this. It is a lot longer than the 30 seconds I recommend it. But for five minutes, they sit in front of a mirror and they think positive affirmations. They think positive things about themselves. And whenever they feel a negative thing pop into their mind, they always say a positive thing to combat that negative like thought so for an example say somebody's standing in front of a mirror looking at their body and you know they're thinking all these affirmations or they're just thinking like what do you like about yourself they're just saying those things in their mind or they can say it out loud uh for an example let's just say somebody was doing it standing in front of the mirror 
wearing whatever they want or wearing whatever they don't want to want or don't want. That was a confusing sentence. <laughs> but and they're just like, my eyes are beautiful. My body is beautiful. My body nurtures me. The, my body does this, this and that. And then out of nowhere, a negative thought comes in. It's like, I don't know, you're fat. And then what you would do is you would take that negative thought and flip it into a positive one. So then you would be like, I don't know. You, I like think it, say it out loud. I am not fat. I am perfect the way I am and I don't need to lose any weight. Something like that. Just an example. But you know what I'm saying? Like that's how you would combat that negative thought. So that's what most or not most but some therapists and psychiatrists recommend to really help with those negative thoughts if you're having them when it comes to body image um you know what what else should we talk about before i go to the next section of this podcast episode um i'm trying to think of anything else oh my gosh anxiety i told you guys that i struggle with anxiety in the beginning of this podcast episode and i do and um my personal anxiety sometimes does interlink with self-image um i grew up where academic validation and looking your best put together like you know what i mean like just looking put together and academic everything was like the only thing in life like it was the most important thing sometimes growing up so um as i got older i internalized that and sometimes it gives me panic attacks. If I can give an example. Um, I personally, I've been having panic attacks a lot of the time, like a lot of the time in my life, most of my life. I just didn't realize that it was a panic attack until somebody told me I was having panic attacks. And I was like, what? These are panic attacks? Like, I've always heard about people having panic attacks and how they describe them. But when you're actually in the phases of having a panic attack you never like it doesn't feel real to me at least so my first panic attack and if you can relate and you deal with panic attacks uh i would love to hear your panic attack stories if you if you are comfortable with sharing that um dm me at miss teen talk with two k's all lowercase all no space um once again shameless link (laughs) but for real if you want to share any kind of stories regarding to any of my latest episodes please do i love it when people interact with the podcast it makes one a stronger as a community and two it's just amazing seeing what people like me just regular people talking about their emotions and what they go with on their life and how they can relate to other human beings makes an impact on people so if you want to share some of your experiences with anything that i talk about on my podcast i would love to get a dm from you guys and i would nine out of ten times reply unless i'm really 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 busy but usually i'm not so you know dm me tell me your stories guys i'm a very personal person i wouldn't tell anybody if that's what you are most worried about even though i am a stranger but but um tell me your stories truly i really do want to hear your guys stories if you have any kind of stories you want to tell me that you feel like telling me and that you're comfortable telling me once again i'm not trying to force you guys to tell me stories but i really have no other way to like (laughs) i really can't force you to do anything because i mean i'm on a podcast episode but you know if you ever want to talk don't be afraid to reach out to me um and i know it may be a little weird because i'm a stranger but i'm always here anyways so my first panic attack i can remember was i was in the fourth grade 
and we had a literature test. And I personally, I struggle with a learning disability. I struggle with dyslexia. It is um, when a person has a hard time reading, writing, and with reading comprehension skills. Um, if you guys want to know more on that, you know, research it if you want to know more on it. But ever since I was young, I was a late reader. Oh, my gosh. I was late in a lot of things and it, when it comes to learning. And it has to do a lot with my dyslexia. Um, I was late when it comes to talking. I was late when it comes to talking. I was late when it came to reading. I started reading when I learned how to read in the second grade, y'all. Yeah, I was <laughs> I was a little late. Um so all my life, I've always had that thing behind me academically that I was dyslexic and everybody just treated me differently because I was dyslexic. And honestly, I had to like grow into it because I, I guess the word grow wouldn't be the best um, word to use. But um, when I got diagnosed when I was in the third grade, uh, which was not too far away from my first panic attack, <laughs> um, when I got diagnosed in the third grade, I didn't tell anybody for for two years. I didn't tell anybody because I was embarrassed of it. I'm going to be so honest with you. I was embarrassed. I don't know why I was looking back. It was a silly thing to be embarrassed about. That's like being embarrassed about having ADHD. I mean, some people are. If you are, I'm not taking shots to you, but it's it's a learning disability. It's like I don't understand why I was embarrassed. I, I'm pretty sure if I were to talk to my third grade self, she would give me a very good explanation on why I was embarrassed. But I was embarrassed. I didn't tell anybody for multiple years until um, one of my teachers found out. I mean, she's a teacher, so she was going to find out because I had a 504 plan or my mom just signed my 504 plan. And it was like the middle of the year. And my reading teacher was like, Kyla, why didn't you never like, why didn't you ever tell me that you were dyslexic? And then like I went on this whole rant on why I don't like telling people but that doesn't have to do with I mean it has to do with my story but that part doesn't so back to the fourth grade so it was my literature test I was in the fourth grade and we were learning how to do research I don't know why fourth graders were learning how to do that but we were and when I went to do my research and read all these articles and put it on a google doc and everything I would struggle because I was dyslexic and my teacher knew that um I mean she was my literature teacher and I had a 504 plan so she kind of had to know that <laughs> but um every time I would always fail these tests and stuff because I would be reading a paragraph and I would be like answering a question and I would accidentally skip a sentence or a word or somehow sometimes I'll even skip a paragraph once once again I don't know how dyslexia works or I do but like it's, it's just a crazy phenomenon but then I'll get the question wrong and then I'd be so mad at myself because once again, academic validation was one of the biggest things I had at the time. It was the way uh, certain people, I'm not going to say names, but like certain people would show me affection is through academic validation. And it was literally one of the biggest things in my life it was my academic status. And when I would fail those tests, I would literally cry like I'm telling you if I didn't have a B I was that girl if I didn't have like a high B on a test I would literally start crying hyperventilating in the middle of class and I would literally start shaking heart racing and I didn't realize that those were panic attacks so my first panic attack I can remember like deeply fourth grade we had like I don't know it was like ABC math or some something like that 
and we logged in and we had a literature test online and I got a D. My first ever D was in the fourth grade and when I tell you that D killed me, that D literally stabbed me in my back and didn't like just kept repetitively stabbing me in my back like that B or D killed me so much. So when I got my results back from the test and I found out I got a D, I went straight to my teacher and I was like, this can't be right. Like there is it. There's no way I got a D on this test. Like it, I couldn't have gotten a D. And she was like, but Kylie, you got a D. So I went back to my seat and I, and I started crying and the cycle started i felt a deepness in my chest i started crying i started shaking my palms were sweating my palms and feet were cold um even though i was sweating and my heart was racing i just started crying right so my teacher pulls me out of the class right and she sees that i'm, like, I'm shaking you know and she's like kyla are you okay like is there anything like do you need to tell me something like kyla are you okay because once again you see a fourth grader shaking in the corner you're gonna you're gonna think some things so so, so she was like kyla are you okay i'm over here barely catching my breath hyperventilating and i'm like i i didn't know like i was just like i couldn't have gotten a d on this test like Bro, like I can't get a D in this class. Like I'm gonna cry. Once again, I was in the fourth grade, worrying about what my grades would look like to colleges and shit. Like I don't know what I was thinking. Like people really care about elementary school grades. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> but anyway, so I'm crying, right? And this teacher, she's like, Kyla, do you want me to bump your? Do you want me to bump your A or your D to a B? And I was like, Can you? Like I would really appreciate it. And she did. So you know that teacher's a real G. I love that girl sometimes she was a little aggravating sometimes but she was she was really nice I love her for that like she understood why like why I struggled with it and she put me up with that high B and she's a real one for that and I really I really truly do love that woman she helped me out with a lot in the fourth grade but the last thing I think I'm gonna talk about in this podcast before I end it because it is getting a little long why it's okay to feel these things because a lot of people you'll see people on tiktok they'll have their shit together i'm talking they're waking up five in the morning going on a five mile run coming home taking a cold shower doing a 20 step skincare routine then they go put their leggings on their little ugg boots go to the grocery store grocery shop put the groceries away deep clean their house work edit youtube videos like you see these people on tiktok and social media have their whole lives together but i'm telling you right now that's not reality and i i know that doesn't really have to do with the topic of this today's episode but just know it's simply just not it's not achievable that lifestyle is rarely achievable but there's only like three percent of the population that can achieve that lifestyle on an everyday basis and it's truly how they live nine out of ten times those little tiktoks that you see once again they're getting up four in the morning doing all this and they go to sleep at like 8 p.m house deep cleans every chore in the house is done um like all those tiktoks look they're they're not they're not real if we're gonna be so honest like nine like i'm telling you nine out of ten times those tiktoks are not real shoot 9.8 out of 10 times those tiktoks are not real so don't feel like you're not making it in life because your life doesn't look like that you know what i'm saying um everybody's healing process when it comes to self-image is so dramatically drastically whatever 
word you want to use are different look you can look at somebody in their healing process and you may think oh my god she's so healed she's so far in front of me like she's healing so much faster than me you don't know what she's gone through and she doesn't know what you've gone through and not that you should be comparing trauma and shit but like (laughs) don't compare yourself to other people because everybody's road is different your road may be twisty and twiny and her road may be like just straight like zigzags i don't know it was like a weird form of words but all i'm trying to say is stop comparing yourself that's how i'm gonna end this podcast is stop comparing yourself to the people you see on instagram stop comparing yourself to the people you see on tiktok shoot if you're still using twitter and facebook don't compare yourself because look nine out of ten times especially especially of those people that you're comparing yourself to are huge influencers if they're influencers like i'm talking they got 2.3 million subscribers or followers or whatever app you're on don't compare yourself because i'm telling you those influencers even though it's not hard to believe but like even though it's not really processed in your brain those are real people and i'm telling you their life probably doesn't look like that because think about it people only think the people only like post the good parts of their life you're not going to sit here and see somebody post one of their depressive episodes like it's kind of rare to see people post things when it comes to mental health because if we're gonna be so honest mental health is so stigmatized in society but that's like a whole different episode we're gonna get to that next episode but like a whole like just mental health episode because this episode was solely supposed to be on self-image but we kind of got off the track but we're on track now but anyways don't compare yourself when it comes to uh i don't know anything when it comes to look when it comes to body shape when it comes to money when it comes to anything stop comparing yourself because the only thing comparing is doing is making you feel bad about your self-image the only thing that comparing is making you feel is just negative thoughts i just want you to know your healing journey is different from every single person on this earth and every single person all eight point whatever at this point billion people every single person on this earth has to go through a healing journey in some point of their life it may start off early like when you're 10 it may start off in your teen years it may start off when you're 64 i don't know but just know that everybody's healing journey is different hers may look like it's going faster than hers or going faster than yours but if we're going to be so honest you don't know if she's even healing like that like some people look like they have their shit together but truly inside they don't so with saying that, don't let other people's healing processes or whatever they're posting on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, whatever they're posting, put pebbles or rocks or shoot, sometimes even boulders in your healing road. That's all I really got to say. That's like the both. That's the best wisdom I could put out for this episode. I'm not going to lie. I was spinning facts for, for some parts of this episode. I was spinning straight facts. But Anyways, I'm going to go ahead and end this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed our technically conversation at this point. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, Tell me on Instagram if any podcast episode ideas you want me guys to do. Um, Once again, before I end this episode, the podcast Instagram is Miss Teen Talk with two Ks, all all lowercase, no spaces. Sorry for the stutter. Um... Follow the podcast. We're on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And we're we're moving to Pandora soon. So 
I hope you guys really enjoyed this podcast. Um, if you need to hear this today, I love you guys. If you need anybody to talk to, hit me up on Instagram. Nine out of ten times, I will reply. And I truly hope that this podcast episode helped you in some kind of way. And once again, if you're going to take one thing from this episode, it should be the fact that you are healing every day. Even if it may not feel like it, even if it may not look like it, you're healing every single day. You're becoming a new you every single day. And it's okay to feel down sometimes, but don't let that drag you into a whole negative episode. Once again, I love you guys. I'll see you guys in the next episode.